Hey all, welcome back to the Real Life Pharmacology Podcast. I am your host, pharmacist Eric Christensen, and I thank you so much for listening today. Uh, Go check out reallifepharmacology.com, grab your free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. Uh, Great resource if you're out in practice, just a quick refresher, or if you're going through pharmacy school, nursing school, med school, or some other uh, school that you have to take pharmacology. Uh, it's a great resource for you as well. So again, reallifepharmacology.com, uh, your free 31-page PDF on the top 200 drugs. All it takes is an email uh, to sign up and get that absolutely for free. All right, so let's get into the drug of the day today, and that is Losartan. Uh, we have covered ARBs in the past, but I wanted to talk about a few specifics because uh, I have had a couple of people reach out over time uh, and ask specifically about Losartan. So uh, let's get into that. Brand name is Kozar, and it is, I would say, probably the most common ARB you're going to see. So what's an ARB? An ARB is an angiotensin receptor blocker. So essentially what this drug does is is it blocks the action of angiotensin 2. And if you remember, angiotensin 2 is a potent vasoconstrictor. So by blocking that or preventing it from binding to its receptors, uh, it's going to cause vasodilation. And with vasodilation, you get a drop in blood pressure. So its major and most common use is going to be the management of hypertension. Now, with that said, it does have uh, a significant number of other uses. So, uh, post-MI, acute coronary syndrome, uh, you will definitely see an ACE inhibitor or an ARB like Losartan used in that situation. Heart failure, uh, chronic uh, reduced ejection fraction heart failure, Definitely going to see an ACE or an ARB utilized there. Again, an ARB like Losartan. And then proteinuria uh, with CKD. So kind of reducing that, preventing that, delaying progression, uh, you're going to see Losartan used for that as well. So And often this is used uh, in combination. So it's, it's used to basically kill two birds with one stone where we're managing, let's say, heart failure, And we're also helping uh, to reduce the the blood pressure there. Now, one unique indication, uh, I did actually see it the other day. It's not very often, um, but Losartan has been associated with lowering uric acid levels. And if you remember what uric acid, when that's high, uh, patients are more at risk for gout or gout flares. Okay, so now... Would you specifically use Losartan over allopurinol, let's say, to to lower uric acid? No, you likely wouldn't. Um, But if you've got a patient with gout and you know they have had flares in the past um, and they've got high blood pressure, it's definitely a consideration uh, that you might reach to Losartan first compared to uh, let's say amlodipine or chlorothaladone or hydrochlorothiazide or, or whatever other drug, uh, you know, lisinopril, um, you might reach for that Losartan first if you can potentially uh, help low, lower uric acid a little bit there. So kind of a unique uh, indication that I definitely wanted to get in here on this podcast. 
All right, so dosing is another question that I've definitely been asked about before. So the most common dosing is going to be 25 to 100 milligrams once daily. That's definitely the most common dosing that I see to manage blood pressure and potentially some of those other conditions as well. If we're managing hypertension, usually what's done is you start the drug, let's say 25 milligrams is your starting dose, and you monitor blood pressure, obviously, and we're going to monitor some lab work as well, which I'll, I'll get into in a little bit here. Um, but usually it's in two to four week intervals that we're managing uh, blood pressure medication changes. So if the blood pressure still isn't at goal or where you want it to be, we'll you know double the dose, bump it up to 50, and then potentially double it again uh, up to 100 based upon uh, the response on blood pressure there. So that is the most common dosing you're going to see. However, uh, the dose will be, and there is some evidence for this, you will see it pushed up to 150 milligrams uh, at times. And the most likely indication that that's going to be used, that higher dose of 150 milligrams, is uh, heart failure. So that's definitely a, a kind of a, a deeper end uh, clinical nugget with low sartan there um, in that, that target higher dose uh, is probably going to be most associated if you've got a patient with uh, reduced ejection fraction heart failure. All right, let's get into adverse effects. Hopefully you're familiar with ACEs and ARBs uh, in general, incredibly common class of drugs uh, that are utilized. Um, but let's talk about the adverse effects of Losartan here. So increased potassium is always one of the first things I look at. Okay. So making sure we're monitoring potassium levels, and you want to also think about other drugs, which I'll get into in drug interactions, that may raise that potassium level as well. Of course, low sartan lowers blood pressure, so we've got to think about you know potentially additive effects with other agents and monitor that, that blood pressure, of course. Angioedema, so pretty rare uh, consequence or adverse effect with low sartan, but it can happen. I have seen it happen. Uh, and if you ever end up, have an exam, that type of thing, ACEs and ARBs are usually uh, on the at the top of the list as far as drugs that can most frequently cause it, even though it is relatively rare, in my opinion. Uh, renal impairment can happen. So what you're going to see here is likely a rise in creatinine. That's usually one of the, the main markers that we, we monitor for renal function. And so if you see that going up, that could be indicative. And we've got lots of other drugs, you know, I'll talk about in drug interactions, uh, that may increase that risk for renal impairment. And then I did want to mention cough. Um, I, I have had people reach out to me about that before. You know, can ARBs uh, cause cough? And if you look in the package insert, it, it is reported as a possibility um, but certainly it's going to be much, much less frequent than an ACE inhibitor. So if a, generally in, in practice, what you're going to see is if somebody starts lisinopril or another ACE inhibitor, ramipril, whatever it may be, uh, they get a cough, then we're going to generally switch them over to an ARB like Losartan, which generally is going to have a much lower incidence of cough. All right, a couple of special populations I wanted to mention. Uh, so pregnancy, we're generally going to avoid an ARB like Losartan in pregnancy. There's risks to the fetus and things like that. So 
um, avoid uh, low sartan in pregnancy. We have some other uh, hypertension agents that we, we might use there. Uh, black patients may not respond as well to the ACEs and the ARBs, and low sartan is obviously included in that. Uh, so that's important to note uh, as we're you know starting a medication, increasing the dose, maybe you're not seeing that response. Um, that could be a potential uh, reason why we're not seeing that response. Uh, monitoring parameters, uh, potassium I mentioned that could go up. Blood pressure, we're going to obviously monitor that. And we're also going to monitor kidney function. So again, that, that creatinine, which I mentioned. All right, let's take a quick break from our sponsor and I'll wrap up with drug interactions. If you're in the market for pharmacist board certification study material, like ambulatory care, pharmacotherapy, geriatrics, psychiatric exam, BCMTMS exam, NAPLEX, go check out meded101.com store. Your purchases there go directly to support this podcast, uh, help keep it free and educational uh, for all to, to benefit from. Also, if you're a nurse, other type of healthcare professional, PA, nurse practitioner, physician, uh, we've got a growing list of books and resources at meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. Uh, lots of case studies, clinical pearls, great resources uh, for yourself as a practicing clinician or potentially uh, a student that you may have on rotation that needs to beef up on their medication education. So again, go check out all those resources, meded101.com slash store, S-T-O-R-E. All right, so finishing up with drug interactions. Um, first, I wanted to mention the CYP enzyme pathways. And Losartan really isn't going to be strongly impacted by any CYP interacting enzymes, okay? It's probably not going to lead to any type of clinical significance if that does happen. Um, there's a couple enzymes that, you know, may kind of mess up with the, the metabolism and the pathway and that type of thing. But um, by and large, it's, it's not a, an incredibly strong interaction, uh, in my opinion. So uh, with, with that said, mostly what I'm concerned about is additive adverse effects. So first one and most obvious is lower blood pressure. Uh, so you get your non-antihypertensive uh, medications that lower blood pressure, your uh, PDE5 inhibitors like sildenafil, uh, your dopamine agonist type agents, maybe a cinnamon, those type of things. Those drugs can lower blood pressure and they can have an additive effect, obviously, um, on top of Losartan. Uh, next drug interaction I want to talk about, uh, a fairly common one. Um, generally, it, it doesn't lead to significant issues, but if we cause acute renal failure, that's a really, really big deal, okay? And we're a lot more likely to do that when a patient is taking Losartan with another kind of kidney impairment agent. So NSAIDs, commonly used, over-the-counter, uh, definitely we run into that a lot, where NSAIDs and, and an ACE or an ARB combined together uh, can increase the risk for uh, renal impairment and acute renal failure. Uh, another class, uh, diuretics, loops, thiazides, they, they all can potentially um, worsen, exacerbate dehydration risk and potentially lead to acute renal failure. Uh, another one, maybe more hospital type setting, aminoglycosides, where we're um, doing an infusion there with, you know, gentamicin, something like that. 
Um, those can definitely cause some nephrotoxicity and, you know, add it on top of other uh, agents like Losartan that can do that. Uh, it's something we're going to have to to monitor closely. And then lastly, I definitely wanted to mention the additive effects of hyperkalemia. So ACE inhibitors are not supposed to be used with Losartan, okay? We don't ever use ACEs and ARBs together. Okay, that's a very important thing to think about. I have definitely seen it in combination uh, in practice, uh, whether that was uh, an error or an oversight by a provider, that type of thing. I, I definitely have seen it, so pay attention. Um, but there are other agents where you might use Losartan with them. So the first one I think about is, especially in something like heart failure, uh, Losartan may be utilized and a drug like spironolactone might be utilized. Both these meds can increase potassium. So we got to make sure uh, we're not getting to a significant hyperkalemic state. And then the last one I wanted to mention was trimethoprim. So trimethoprim usually most commonly used as part of Bactrim. So that's sulfamethoxazole and trimethoprim. Uh, that can raise potassium levels. And I've actually seen uh, drug interaction happen where a patient was on um, an ACE or an ARB with trimethoprim and potassium levels went up above six, definitely getting to, to more of the dangerous type level. So again, definitely remember uh, trimethoprim, an antibiotic uh, for infection, can raise potassium and especially likely or more likely uh, in a patient taking an ARB like Losartan. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the podcast for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating review on iTunes, wherever you're listening. Uh, email us to classmates, colleagues, students that you're working with. Uh, definitely help us share the podcast with all who may benefit from it. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, uh, mededucation101 at gmail.com, or you can track me down on LinkedIn, Eric Christensen, PharmD, BCPS, BCGP. I thank you all so much for listening. Uh, take the time to support the sponsor, meded101.com slash store. And of course, as always, uh, share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. Take care, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.